This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Serving as a juror in a high-profile case is never easy, and this case will be no exception. Before opening arguments, I want to thank you for your service. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V.I.G. You're a big fan of uh, of Limp Bizkit then, right? Of who? Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I guess I am. We don't like you. At your very best, you were like a circus bear who would stumble around for the crowd to laugh at. <laughs> now when they trot you out, it is just sad. Somebody should have taken you behind the tent and shot you years ago. So you do not have children? No living children, no. All right. Not that I know of. <laughs> Your technique lacks a sense of style. And now. Some people it just, it just won't connect with, you know. It won't click, you know. Some people, they just won't get it. It's just not for them. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Monday morning, the 22nd of April. Already? <laughs> Already. That's how you start. I'm discombobulated here. But that's how you start. Right, but I'm, I'm holding things in this hand and moving things with that hand. Morning, everybody. <laughs> I'm not in my regular spot. Right. That doesn't mean you have to karate chop the microphone. This isn't New Orleans. What happened? What happened? Guys, I'm uh, terrified about getting my tattoo. Yes. I'm, I'm act- you know what I feel like? I feel like you do when you go in for surgery. When you're sure. having a surgery, even though everybody in the world says you're going to survive it, you're not going to die on the table, you're going to be fine, these people are professionals, they're going to they're gonna hook you up, you still have that tiny little bit of worry that you'll never come out of the anesthesia. You know what I mean? You're not right. getting anesthesia. I know he is. We, we've <laughs> gotten that for him. Yeah. I wish. I wish I could get anesthesia and just wake up and have it all be over. But you know what I mean? Even though millions of people around the world have gone through the process. Hundreds of times each. Yes. I haven't. (laughs) I haven't gone through the process. Right. So for me, it's terrifying. You're not. Your terror is overriding the excitement for it? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. No, I think I'll be thrilled afterwards. Like, I think I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll be like, that was great. I'm glad I did that. I'm right. excited about it. But Let's, let's hope so. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> that be funny if you didn't? Yeah. No, what did I do? <laughs> um, but Nico, can you cover it up? <laughs> he gets to cover up the same week. <laughs> of his skin. It's <laughs> just hanging yeah. I may just have I may just have the arm taken off. I may just be oh, like, you know what? Just remove the arm? I can't deal with it. Just cut it off at the shoulder. <laughs> but I mean, that's reasonable. Jensen, the first time you got a tattoo, were you nervous? Yes. But well, it was you, you were in prison, too. Yeah, so. yeah it was rough because they were using a needle, and the guy's name was Jeff. Uh, no, Jeff? I, yeah, it's a prison name. Uh, but I think for it's, me... It's a terrifying prison monitor. Yeah, it's, it's, his real name is Ricardo. It's big, oh, okay. His That's weird. Is Jeff. That is yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine was on my wrists, which is never a great place because there's not a lot of sun there. Uh, and within a couple of minutes, I'm like, oh, these are like bee sting. Little, a little bee sting every okay. once in a while. Well, I like bee stings, so that should be good. <laughs> yeah, you have a fetish. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. You'll be good. 
Okay. All right. I mean, dare I say, I even after a while start to you like it. Like it. it a little well, bit. I yeah. think that's why. I think that's why so many people go back for additional tattoos is because they kind of get hooked on In that. In six that months, Bean is just going to be sleeve full, full sleeve. Just totally. Like, I already told you, my second one's already picked out. It's going to be on the tape. <laughs> That's going to be my second tattoo. And you'll never know what it says. Taint two. Ah, Chip. All right. Well, anyway, that's it. Time for the thing. That's, we have time for the thing. Yeah. All right. That's going to happen, and we'll discuss with Dave and Christine later about what the uh, the plan is for online, because I think they're going to be doing some, some live streaming, at least for some of it. Do you mm-hmm. want people to see you sobbing? Is that something um, you're looking forward to? I feel like people are. I think I feel like people are interested in the art, and mm-hmm. they will be interested in seeing how it comes together. Right, sure. but that's Absolutely. separate from you crying. Yeah, I'm just saying they're gonna have to shoot from above with you and fetal, right? And, <laughs> and Nico just tattooing you while you're just shaking. Sir, <laughs> sir, please stop shaking. I yeah. just, I just, uh, I just keep thinking about Travis Green is Barker. all janky because he can't. He <laughs> Travis Barker still. coming in here and getting a tattoo during an interview. Yeah, yeah. just it was, it was nothing. Sitting here with his arm out like this. Travis yeah. gets tattooed. On top of tattoos now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also it, think it's going to be you. Nico's so talented; you're, it's going to be a soft hand. You're not going to feel it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the thing, you guys. I wasn't aware that uh, you know there's a lot of sports to follow right now. Obviously, with the NHL playoffs, with the NBA playoffs, with baseball heating up, uh, the football schedule is out. I mean, a lot of people have a lot of things to concentrate on. But I didn't realize that the uh, Tiddlywinks Championship, the World Championships, are happening this week. I don't know what Tiddlywinks is. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Tiddlywinks. The little kid thing. The little kid game where you have these little plastic discs and you kind of, it's kind of like beer pong in that you kind of like clip the edge of it and get it to shoot up into a cup. So it's beer pong for the three to five year olds. Yeah. (laughs) But this is the Tiddlywinks World Championship, guys. In 1995, Sports Illustrated likened Larry Kahn and David Lockwood to the Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier of Tiddlywinks. Shut up. <laughs> a fearsome metaphor for two men who, in the parlance of their game, spend their time squapping and potting rather than bobbing and weaving. Kahn, Larry Kahn, has won how many national and world Tiddlywinks titles? 22. He's holding it down. 22. Uh-huh. Allie? 47. Ooh, 47, uh, Jensen. 7. 114. Uh, what is wow. going on? Baller. Why is he so dominant? He's like <laughs> he rules. He's the Muhammad Ali. Yeah. He rules in something no one cares about. And That's then, fascinating. And he never gets laid with that 114 correction. Yeah. Mm. You should see his trophy room. It's insane. David Lockwood has won just 41, so I'm stunned mm. that they even mention him in this article. When they are not competing against each other, they make a formidable pair. As a duo, they have won five international titles together, but they have not won a title, you guys, in 21 years. They're going for their sixth title together at the annual Tiddlywinks World Championships happening this week at the University of Cambridge. Um, You're moving there. You're moving to a country that has a Tiddlywinks champion. All Cambridge, by the way. All this means is that next year I'll get to see this in person. Or, <laughs> or follow Competes. me here, compete. Oh. Oh. Rocky Tid- montage. Teen Tid- working on Tiddlywinks. <laughs> Tiddlywinks is not what you did when you were five years old, said Lockwood. Tournament Tiddlywinks is a fascinating combination of physical skill at a micro level and positional strategy. Mm. Look. You've seen these guys that come out on Kimmel or something like that, and they're the world cup stacking champions, mm-hmm. and you, yeah. or the or they they solve a Rubik's cube with their feet or whatever it is they do. And you always go, okay, I don't care, that's not me. But somebody cared enough about that to become among the best in the world at it. Did somebody solve a Rubik's cube with their feet? 
Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. That's a thing? Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, wow. it, and a world record with his feet. We feature that on the show about, what do you guys think, three weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Played the audio from that? Yeah, about three weeks. <laughs> Decent chance I wasn't here. <laughs> that's Back true. Uh, uh, in case you're curious about fun tiddlywinks facts, not. It was first patented in 1888. Wait, shouldn't you pause and get an answer? 1888. <laughs> and the tournament game began in Cambridge in 1955. I, why? This better be live streamed, you guys. Did you know that there is a there is a strategy in Tiddlywinks where you flick your winks on top of their opponent's discs to take them out of play? You not only have to defend the ones you've got, you have to attack the ones they haven't got. These Sounds are like cornhole. sex moves. <laughs> it does, it does sound Flip like your it. Tiddlywink on top of a disc. All I know. right, I'm listening. Um, let me one more. Uh, Lockwood, the one with the 114 championship, says the game has changed his life. I've been to Britain more than a hundred times since I started playing, mostly to play Tiddlywinks. <laughs> Mr. Khan says the game has also enriched his lives, and they say the best part is belonging to the winking community and all the friendships they've gained. Winking career. That's sweet. All boys, of course. Uh, I don't see any competitive female tiddlywinks. <laughs> Actually, I don't see any females in the photo of the entire championship. <laughs> they are out there to uh, to show that the old guys still got it, though. So yeah. anyway, we uh, we wish them well, and I will be broadcasting live from the from tableside at uh, as you compete on Friday morning doing the play by play. Right. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? This it just keeps like almost hitting me in the face. Wow. Sorry about that, man. Uh, April Foolishness tickets, that's, ringside seats. That's this Friday, you guys. That's yeah, this Friday, is. yeah. I got to start writing my battle rap. Same. You haven't started yet? Not really. I wrote down a whole bunch of words that I want to hit. Uh huh. Because right? you're effing weird. So there's a whole plethora <laughs> of things that I could choose Whoa. from. I mean, in person, does it feel different? It does. Yeah. It does stings a yeah. little bit. It's yeah. like a, yeah. a, a lot of tiny little bee stings. Yeah. Well, good <laughs> You'll be feeling that later. <laughs> um, Bean's getting a tattoo this Friday. He's a little nervous, so we're going to take tattoo horror stories. It's actually today. I'm actually yeah, getting a it bad today. Feeling. He's getting it today. Uh, everything went wrong with your tattoo. We want you to tell Bean oh, so that mean. story to calm him down. Oh, I'm sure there are people who passed out and... Bled out. And- <laughs> I'm not sure anyone bled out. out. <laughs> bled out. It's not Vietnam. It's a tattoo shop. <laughs> uh, people are dumb on the program today. Yeah, they are. We've got your uh, opening act, top 10 that we're going to announce. And we've got great news like we do on Mondays. And what's uh, what's Bean's mystery break? I'm afraid of that. I mean, it doesn't mean it has anything to do with you. It does, though. Well, not at all. It, could be, it literally could 95% be anything. 95% of the time. I mean, time. I know what it is. Jensen? Uh, I, I've heard that okay. it's something I need to so know it's about. We all know what it... Oh, you don't yeah, know what don't. it is. Well, oh, I've already burned the Tiddlywinks uh, news, so it can't be that. But it'll be something just as good. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> all right, we will take a quick break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. That's Allie McKay over there. Bean, yeah. it's you over there. In person. I see you. We could actually touch if we wanted to. We don't, but What's I'm saying. What's happening? No, I'm just saying we're in the same HR, room. HR, please. <laughs> we're in the same room is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I wasn't suggesting it. Okay. All right. Why are you wiping the side of your mouth, though? What's, what's going on? Because I've been licking my lips <laughs> since you walked in, baby. All right. It is uh, Monday morning, 5.55. Allie is here with our first look at what's happening for a brand new week. Any of you take the time to watch the little Sunday service yesterday, Kanye? I, I know our hip-hop correspondent uh, attempted it. I mm-hmm. put an hour in and then it was like, nah. 
That was it. Yeah. What happened yeah. in that hour? Hour, a lot of walking around. Number one, Coachella only let you see it through a pinhole, which was the yeah, oddest decision. It was like a weird fisheye circle. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, may I say, for Sunday service, it was a glory hole. Uh, <laughs> you could see through, and there, you, you would see. I, I'm telling you, for the first 20 minutes, it was instrumental piano mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people walking for 20 yeah. minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't even see him until 9:50. So kicked off at 9 a.m. You didn't even see him until 9.50. And he didn't even get on the mic, really, uh, for another hour after that. Oh, my yeah. God. So what? he was dancing, playing the piano, directing the choir, but didn't really get on the mic until he performed All Falls Down and then followed it up by the premiere of his new song, Water. Did Which I, I did end up hearing later. No, okay. I was out by then. You were out. How right. How's the song? Uh, it doesn't sound great. Okay. But really? it's also, I don't know. It, it was just a real small excerpt, and it was like a singing part. So I don't I don't know if I should judge it from that. Okay. But it was like very much like this, if you want to. Water! We're all like, water! That's literally what That's it? Like. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. Uh, yeah. That was what it what? sounded like. Oh, we Kevin don't... needs more. I'm over it. We need it. more. Okay. Uh, final hour featured DMX giving a prayer, Chance yeah. the Rapper performing Ultralight Beam, and then a huge rendition of Jesus Walks. Which was probably, I'm sure, the highlight of the whole thing. The movie. highlight. Absolutely. Really Look... could have been the whole thing, though. Yeah. Walk out, do yeah. Jesus Walks. Good night, everybody. A lot of gospel, yeah. though. A lot of gospel. Uh, several times it looked like uh, members of the choir, as well as Kanye, were breaking down in tears. Um, I'm sorry for the realness. Uh-huh. Here's the part where I broke down in tears. Um, according to photos, a tent marked church clothes offered up Kanye sweatshirts from 165 to $225. What? He was selling those? $50 socks. I got very disappointed Jensen did not come in this morning with the $50 Kanye socks. <laughs> I should have just thanked them. Awesome. Merchandise read, trust God, Jesus walks, Sunday service. And Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not so upset that he was selling them because, you know, who shouldn't make a buck off of Jesus? I was upset at all you white people in line waiting to pick up that $225 sweatshirt. I thought it was, I mean, normally when you give money at Sunday service, you don't get anything back. That is true. So I thought it was like. It was a bargain? Yeah. At least you get something. 225 bucks for a sweatshirt. And the line, people were waiting literally for hours to buy them until they sold out. That's insane. And they are, uh, if you saw it at Target, you'd be like, why would I ever buy that? Yeah. It's, it's, there's nothing to it that makes you think this is a great sweatshirt. Why does he still claim to be a fashion designer when nothing he's ever made has been watchable? Because people buy it. He made burlap sacks popular. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're a we're a weird people. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. I'm a superhero. Yeah! Take it easy. Um, I love this because the title for the box office is "The Curse of La Llorona." Tops terrifying low, terrifyingly low, slow Easter. Really? It's was it terrifyingly low, slow Easter? <laughs> Twenty six point five million dollars for that movie, which actually not bad. Because it had a $9 million budget. Wow. Those horror movies, man. Did pretty darn well. Shazam landed in second place with another $17 million. That makes its domestic total $121 million and just over $300 million for the global total. Then the faith-based film Breakthrough came in third, followed by Captain Marvel, which was pushed out over... um, 
the last weekend. So it is back at number four. A lot of people think because people are trying to watch all of the Avengers before Endgame comes out. Kevin, you're going to bring us up to speed before Endgame on what we've missed Absolutely. so far, right? Yeah. Okay. Please. You can fill us in on the last 22 movies. All over it. I'll need it. Excellent. Uh, I can do that in about three minutes. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Impressive. Yeah. Ooh. Completing the top five was Little, which made $8.3 million in its second weekend out, totaling $29 million. But again, terrif- terrifyingly slow Easter. Yeah. I think $26 yeah. million is sort That's, of average, it's isn't it? pretty good. For number one, yeah. yeah. For a horror movie. Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, no stars. Easter, yeah. Seems good. I, I mean, look, they're, it's profitable. Yeah. I just remember seeing the trailer of that movie and thinking, why are you all pronouncing her name incorrectly. I'll have to go back and watch it, but they don't pronounce it La Llorona. They pronounce it like something totally different. So as a Mexican, you're very upset Thank about that? Thank you for noticing. <laughs> <Masa Klein>. Finally. <laughs> just really upset me. You feel me. I, uh, I tried to go to that. Yeah? <clears throat> Got there about a half hour late. Oh, yeah. Because I thought it started a little later. Uh-huh. So then I just went to another movie. <laughs> what did you see? I saw Hotel Mumbai. Anyone? <laughs> No. Do you guys remember the live, the real story from... Oh, yeah, I know the movie. 10 years ago, 15 years ago? I was going to say. When terrorists took over the hotel? I think it was about four years ago. Was it four? Was it? I don't know. Hotel Mumbai? I I thought you said Hotel for Dogs. No, no. Hotel Mumbai, it was um, Dub Patel was in it. Oh, okay. We love him. It was great. It was really good. 2008 at the Taj Mahal Palace. 10 years. Well done, Kevin. So this was a comedy. Uh, no, oh. it's not a comedy. It was really good, though. Yeah? Yeah. Back to you. You know, there ought to be a way where they can post the start times of Mm-mm. movies so that people don't just show up no, and you gotta go, guess. Yeah. oh, what time gonna... is it? No, it's a tradition. Just walk in yeah. and guess. I was yeah. in the lobby yelling that same thing. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. No yeah. one told me. Put out a schedule. We'll get there one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's something you invent, Kevin. I mean, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some birthdays for you guys. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, John Waters, Jack Nicholson, Amber Heard, and Machine Gun Kelly. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I understand that people are not bright. Dumb. Boy, 11 years old, has surgery to remove 70 magnetic balls from his... Uh, Stomach, I would assume. Penis. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Penis. And he's a boy? Yes, he he is a boy. No, not a man is what I'm saying. Oh, he's a boy. Yeah. He was 11. Oh, my gosh. Afraid to tell his parents what he was doing. But my question is, three, four, five? Wait. Is that not painful? And then 10 and then 20? 70. Why do you keep loading them in there? I don't know. How is there that much room? I've only gotten to 12. You have? (laughs) He was taken to the children's hospital on Sunday night after he complained of pains in his belly. Oh, odd. The x-ray showed a shadow in his bladder. They went in to do surgery. They couldn't. Because they were magnetic, they couldn't take more than one out at a time. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So he put it in the... Yes. Top. Mm-hmm. And then it would go into his bladder? Not, it was somehow I would, migrate? I would think so, yes. My That's what gosh. it sounded like. That's uh, 70. He's a medical miracle. Yeah. When did I, he start? Does it say? It doesn't say. I wonder if he's been doing it since he was like four or five. Like, you don't just get 70 in there when you're 10, right? That's a challenge. <laughs> Beer mom, come on in here. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does when he grows up. Yeah. Kyle said that uh, doctors at the hospital uh, encountered two or three similar cases Per year, with the boys tending to be aged 10 to 15, because they're stupid. 
Uh, and the inserted items include electric wires, needles, and in one case, an eight centimeter ear scoop. Okay. I don't even know um, what that is. I don't even, sure. but I don't like it. Don't. <laughs> Look, yeah. we've uh, long had a policy on this program. There are some parts of your body, and this is one of them, that are exit only. Okay. <laughs> exit only. Kid, learn it, live it, love it. Student fried $58,000 worth of college computers using a USB killer device. You can buy these online. A USB uh, killer. So you just plug it into any computer that has a USB and it destroys all of the hardware. Oh, well, that seems mean. So he did this for 66 computers at the school at the school that he got his degree from. So he graduated, had a degree, and then went back two years later and did this. Wow. Makes no sense, but uh, he did. He was careful to document it on his iPhone. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. I'm about to blow up this computer. Watch this. He puts it in. You see sparks and stuff. He's like, boom. So the police got a warrant and found his phone and saw all of that, and they were like, "We oh, don't, wow. uh, we don't have a motive." But I wonder if he could not get a job, and he was mad at the school. Oh, uh, interesting. Maybe doesn't say because it's weird. But I he mean, got his degree. Yeah, but, but I mean, it meant it, nothing. But it meant nothing if he yeah. couldn't work. Yeah, but I because I, originally I thought, oh, he's this is a dude trying to get out of a test or something like yeah. that, or or his grades or something. But if he'd already graduated, maybe he just had some resentment. But not a not a cool move. And to video yourself on your iPhone, right. maybe not right. the best. Don't do that. Two men in bulletproof vests arrested for shooting each other. <laughs> Let them shoot. You would think this comes from Florida, but it's two Arkansas men. Let them shoot. Have mm. been arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault after police say they shot each other, taking turns wearing a bulletproof vest. Isn't that, isn't that interesting that it's aggravated assault when it's voluntary? Yes. Yeah. I was very surprised by that as well. Reports that 50-year-old Charles Ferris and 36-year-old Christopher Hicks were arrested on Monday. Uh, the police said that one of them got angry because it hurt. Mm-hmm. So he, so he, maybe this is where the aggravated assault comes in. So he made the other guy put it on and just unloaded it. <laughs> this is just product <laughs> research. I don't understand. <laughs> Aren't there lots of people who have done YouTube videos yeah. where they shoot or tasered or yeah, yeah I mean, tons yeah. of them. Yeah, don't do that. Are okay. you gonna arrest the people? jackass guys next? Right. right? It sounds like you don't want to live in this America. No, no, I'm out. (laughs) This one comes from New Mexico. A man in Albuquerque, New Mexico, who got pulled over was found to have a bag containing 44 small cut diamonds hidden in his... Gotta be anus. Anus, yes. yes. This time it's anus. Police nabbed 23-year-old Esuelo Esuabio Padilla, which I'm I'm sure is right. I missed the name. Could you say it again, please? Esuabio Pasadilla. On Sunday, it was three for- names the first time. <laughs> no, no, I said it wrong the first time. Oh, okay. Do one more. Corbio <laughs> Padilla. Okay. Good, good morning to our <laughs> Latino listeners. Uh, he was we riding. Got you. He was riding his motorcycle that had no license plate, so the authorities pulled him over and handcuffed him. And for some reason, he told them, "Look, I have a baggie of diamonds in my beehole." Why would you tell them? I don't know. Why would you? Maybe he thought they were going to frisk him and arrest him and he was going to end up in jail anyway, hmm. so they're going to do a thorough search. Or applaud him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're not going to take it from you. That's an <laughs> impressive move. Um, removed a uh, baggie from his butt and dropped it on the ground. Hmm. 44. And, and it's still there, by the way. No one wants to pick it up. <laughs> you need to rush over there, pick it up, <laughs> bring some gloves. And finally, man spikes coworkers' drinks with LSD to change the negative energy. Missouri cops say. So far, I'm in. Change the negative energy. A 19-year-old man admitted to doing this. Here's the report. I can't believe it. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, 
I just can't understand why somebody would even think about something like that. This is what I always love is they talk to people who had nothing to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood. What do you think of that? Terrible. They should be arrested. That was the reaction from just a few people who live in Arnold, Missouri. That's near St. Louis. Police say the man told them his co-workers at Enterprise Rent-A-Car had negative energy and he wanted them to mellow out. All right, now I have a question about mellowing out. Not LSD. Right? No. You want somebody to mellow out? You give them LSD? Give them a pot brownie. Right. So the 19-year-old put LSD in three people's water bottles and coffee cups. Sergeant Tony Dennis with the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department describes the effects of the colorless, odorless liquid. And this is why you don't put it in there to calm people down. You're going to have an increased heart rate, increased body temperature, higher blood pressure. Um, It's been described as causing the shakes or tremors. The workers who drank the LSD were okay once the effects were off. The man accused of spiking their drinks could face charges now of second-degree assault and possession of a controlled substance. So don't do that. Yeah. What about someone with high blood pressure it could have really affected them? That could be yeah, attempted true. murder. Yeah, but they would have saw some chill-ass visuals. <laughs> true. That's true. true. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Friday was the deadline for the opening act competition for Kevin and Bean's 11th annual April Foolishness, which is happening Friday at the Microsoft Theater. We have, uh, so far, we're four for four with great opening acts. Amazing. And we got a, I mean, we got over 100, I think, entries this time around for yes, people who want to open up the show for Felipe Esparza and Jamie Lee and Ray Romano, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie Ift, Adam Ray. Uh, now is the time to start hearing some of those and mm-hmm. directing people to Kerak.com so they can cast their vote who they want to see open the show on Friday night at the Microsoft Theater. Uh, the first one, I have some clips, but not clips from everybody because we don't have time. The first one is Reed Burke, or Buck, Reed Buck. Like, I look like that douchebag. All I'm missing is a Letterman jacket, and I'm that douchebag in the horror movies who's always like, hey, guys, I think we should split up. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Listen to him too. Is this piece of that ruins everyone's life? Not bad so far. I mean, you have to see him. He does look like that. He does. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Tamer Katan is this guy? I'm not a regular Arab. I have a Muslim father and a Jewish mother. Oh, thank you. Silence and a rumble of concern. That's perfect. That was the sound of the wedding. Not bad, right? He's super right. funny. Yeah. Pretty good. There's one good thing, whether you like Donald Trump or you don't like Donald Trump, one good thing about Donald Trump, we can all agree, when that guy finds out about the aliens, we're going to find out too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> There's no way that guy's keeping it a secret. 
that day he'll be tweeting, oh my God, at Area 51, so cool, so many aliens here. Obama didn't tell you about them, sad. <laughs> and that's uh, Jeff Keith. So we have the top 10. Do we want to read them all just to make sure, sure. That everybody gets... By the way, I hope uh, I hope that guy's right, and I hope that Donald Trump does spill the beans on the aliens. Because I, I feel like nice. there's been a lot that's been covered up over the years. For sure. Thanks, Obama. And you've wanted nothing more than aliens yes. your entire life. I'm terrified that I'm going to miss it. Terrified. <laughs> I want to be here. Why are you terrified? Don't you mean disappointed? No, terrified. <laughs> if I die, when I'm 108 or whatever I end up being and I die and the aliens haven't effing come yet, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. That may keep me alive another year. <laughs> Just waiting for those aliens. <laughs> You don't want to miss Please. that. That'll be the greatest achievement in, in world history. To have be visited. All right, we're getting off we topic get it. here. Yes, we're getting off. Topic. All right, who are the uh, opening act competitors here that we can go to Kira.com and vote right now to open the show on Friday? We have uh, Gerardo Al- Alarcon. We have Reed Buck. We have Emily Catalano. We have Zach Chapolini. We have. Oh, I think it's Chapoloni. Okay, good enough. Uh, <laughs> Sherry Cola. Jordan Conley, uh, Kayla Crawford, Tamar Catton, and uh, Jeff Keith. Those are your top ten, and you can go to K-Rock all week long for the next, like, three days Mm -hmm. and vote for whoever you'd like. And by the way, we ought to mention that uh, tickets are still on sale at AXS.com, including the ringside tickets, which includes the access to the pre-party VIP uh, party and uh, ringside bag. You can buy them at AXS.com. That's hanging out with us before the show. And we should mention the Kevin Amin rap battle that is happening. Beatboxer yes. Joshua from mm-hmm. Jensen's TV show Drop the Mic is actually going to be providing fat beats for us that night. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's my well. understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're dead right when you say that. I mean, fat beats, right? Yeah, very fat. Yes. But with an F. Yes. In our case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and we have special guests that we haven't even really told anyone. Correct. About. Mm. Yeah. And I forgot Elise Marie, by the way, is one of the top 10. So you can go to uh, krock.com. You can vote. And on, I believe, Friday, you'll get a chance uh, to, we'll announce the top ten, we'll announce the winner. And then and Beer Mug the comes first... to your house, right? And then Beer Mug comes to your house. That's mm-hmm. the bad side. Mm-hmm. Right. And the good side is you get to April, uh, open up April Foolishness. So between now and, I believe, Thursday morning, you can vote at krock.com. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. I'm not going to say it out loud, but, because I don't want you to pull the tape. <laughs> But, uh, hey, are you ready for my limp penis, sir? I'm sorry? <laughs> I couldn't hear because you were laughing. I'm not going to say it again. But I didn't hear. I didn't understand you. We talked about the video last week of the guy being arrested for dying and dashing. We loved it so much. We can't stop thinking about it. Beer Bug apparently made us a song with the dude. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. You just assured me that I could speak. I could speak. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! penis. This, this is the bike who got me on the penis feet. Penis feet. Penis feet. Penis feet. What is the charge? Eating a meal. Eating a meal. A succulent Chinese meal. Succulent Chinese meal. Nice headlock, sir. Nice headlock, sir. Nice headlock, sir. I see that you know your judo and you, sir, and you, sir, and you, sir. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Now, get your hand. 
He's everything. I love that guy so much. If he were still alive, I would vote for him in 2020. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. All right. Great uh, work on that beer mug. Hey, um, tattoo fail stories coming up in about 15 minutes or so here on K-Rock. First, though, it's Monday, and I think you know what that means. Great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News! My Great News story is a 7-Eleven owner uh, who caught a teen thief. And instead of calling 911, he did something that was very different. Uh, it was Saturday night, 7-Eleven in Toledo, Ohio. The store owner, Jay Singh. Oh, I've been to that one. Oh, jeez. I, I picked the 7-Eleven store just to burn him. Yeah, I've been to that one. <laughs> Uh, spotted somebody who was looked very suspicious, saw him putting some stuff in his pockets, and this is the news story. Singh told an employee to call 911, then he confronted the customer. He said, oh, I'll put it back. I said, no, 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 put everything on the counter. I want to see what all things you have in your pocket. And he wanted him to answer a simple question. And why are you doing it? He said, I'm hungry. I'm stealing it from myself and my younger brother. I said, you need food? I'll give you food. Okay, that's not typical. Wow. Mm -mm. Guy was stealing from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said, if, look, if you need food, I'll give you food. That's amazing. That's not the problem. And so he did, filling a bag with food for free and waving off the 911 call. If the police had shown up, you could have pressed charges against Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Why didn't you? Because he's a young kid. That will go on his records that he was a thief. He cannot do anything in his life. He will not get a good job. He will not... This is not going to solve his hunger problem. So he didn't file a police report or anything like that because he was worried about the guy's record. What a sucker. So nice. This kid's going to come back and rip him off every <laughs> no. single day now. I don't think no. that's the point. No. We asked Singh, who moved to this country in 2007, why he did what he did. It's basically our Indian culture that if you give food to a hungry person... God will bless you for that. How great is that? Wonderful. He's a good dude. And that's my great news. That is great news. Allie, take a look at this uh, photograph of a homeless man named Chris sitting on the street, dejected and sad in Sydney, Australia. Little sign says, my pet rat Lucy was stolen on Saturday. Lucy is black and white with a bit of brown. Chris, who steals a pet from a homeless person? I mean, does a rat just run away? The rat is his pet, Kevin. The rat has been right. together with him for years. And he was genuinely distressed to lose the rat. What happened is that's his spot on the sidewalk. He left Lucy, the rat, on a milk crate while he used the nearby restroom. When he came back, the rat was gone. Somebody took a picture and put it up on Facebook, and Australia snapped into action to try mm -hmm. to get this man's pet rat back. Taking a homeless person's loved pet seriously, what a low act somebody posted. Please repost the story in the hope that the power of social media may find someone who knows where Lucy is. And it did, in fact, go viral. Mm -hmm. It's so sad on many levels, said another writer on Reddit. Homelessness has a lot of mental health folks, and a pet help helps so much. His existence could have been really tied into his pet. This could really be testing him inside. I hope whoever stole his rat gets struck by lightning or is hit by a truck. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> um, 
good news. Yeah. They did not find the rat. They, they found, found one they of the rat. They found a rat. Yeah, they found they a rat. Found the rat. A they rat. found a rat. Oh, really? And they said, hey, this is yours. According to a oh, Facebook yeah, it post. looks a little different. The police force was contacted by a passing woman who thought that Lucy had been abandoned and took her home. So she's walking down the street, no Chris, just Lucy. And she says, oh, this poor rat. So she took him home. Where is this again? Australia. Oh, okay. Maybe they nobody, just don't have rats all willy-nilly like we do. Yeah, nobody, and nobody sees a rat and goes, oh, no. poor rat. I like, want to take it home. In New York, you're like, oh, God, 17th one I've seen right. in this block. Lucy was safely retrieved and returned to her rightful owner. In a heartwarming video, officers brought Lucy to Chris in a cardboard box after carefully examining the rat. Oh, it was he, dead? He could, no. He and then confer- he ate it. He confirmed that it was his beloved pet. Yep, she remembers me, he says in the video, bringing Lucy to his face for a kiss. Sorry to put you through all the trouble. And he thanked the police uh. and... And the people who who banded together to find his pet rat. Okay, that's sweet. And by the way, he's he's kissing this rat on the mouth, and this rat tongue? is no tongue. <laughs> this rat is kissing him back. They look genuinely excited to be back yeah. in each other's company. Okay, I think you guys, this is look. A rat may not be your pet, but it was Chris's pet, and For I think sure. it's awesome that he got he got Lucy back. And that's why this is my great news. Okay, you guys, I saw this story on CBS Sunday Morning, and. I think I cried for about an hour after but seeing this. But wouldn't you have cried for about an hour whether you saw that or not? Probably. Okay. Probably. But this is a story about what has bound people together in the form of music. And it is a group called the Missing People Choir. And they're a group of people that all have the anguish of a missing loved one, like a child that was kidnapped or maybe an adult that had mental issues, walked away, that they have never found. So what happened was a music producer named James Hawkins said, you know what, I'm going to start a choir. This was back in 2014. Get some people together and we can kind of work it all out through song. Wait, you have to have somebody in your life missing in order to be in this choir? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. It's like a support Group, absolutely, right. absolutely. That's cool. It's about 30 or so voices from every walk of life. Most had never sung a day in their life. So they just wanted to get together. And then this man says to be eye to eye with family members that are there singing to you who in their heads are singing to their missing loved one is incredibly powerful. It's almost like this instant understanding, this unspoken thing between all of them. Um, Their goal is to raise awareness for the roughly 180,000 people who are reported missing in the UK every year, including their own loved ones. And they've been seeing that when they do these performances, they're seeing such a difference in each other, like a little bit of life coming back to them because they're getting out all of this anguish and it becomes very cathartic to them. And it's just, it's a beautiful comfort in this togetherness where normally they'd have no one else to talk to. I assume the only people who know that pain have gone through it. Have gone through it. it. Absolutely. So, I mean, you could tell your best friend about losing your kid. They're not getting it. You can talk to your wife who you've lost your child. Other than that, there's no one else. They should get a pet rat. To have this release is such a beautiful thing. And there's a video of them um, in 2017. They went on Britain's Got Talent. And it is so moving and it is so beautiful. And we are going to, um, of course, tweet the link to the CBS Sunday Morning Story. But it was so well done and so beautiful. And it's something I never even thought of. They're party legends. I don't know if they're party 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 legends, legends. but um, it is the Missing People Choir. (laughs) They raise their voice in pain and hope, and it is a beautiful, beautiful story. And that's my 
Great news. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. April Foolishness, which is this Friday, which is why me, Bean, am in town in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. for the show. Now, the show is not till Friday, but I'm here early because today is the last day that I can get under the the tattoo needle of the great Nico Hurtado. What's the name of his place down at Melrose? Black Anchor. Black Anchor is where I'm going to be after the show today, getting a tattoo all day. I'm already terrified, but that's not good enough for Kevin. Oh, no, this is what we do for everyone that's on the show. Remember when I went to Brazil? Uh Oh, yeah. And you brought up every single crime that's (laughs) ever been (laughs) happened there? Right. So that's what this is. This is tattoo horror stories. And then after you're done, you're going to go, this is, that was so great. When I had my gallbladder out, we had people calling in, talking about all the things that can go wrong for surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, The day before my wedding, I think we had wedding horror stories. Yeah. yeah. So 1-800-520-1067. There's a wide range of things that can go wrong with tattoos. Everything from misspelling to medical incidents. I'm telling you, somebody out there bled out from a tattoo. No, <laughs> you're just making that up. I'm telling you, we're going to find that person. You're just we're making gonna, it up. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about anything that can go wrong. We're going to talk about pain so bad that you got up and left the chair after the first three minutes. We're going to oh, want to hear wow. those stories as well because that's going to be me later on today. What eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Call now with your tattoo fails. When I think tattoo fails, I think beer mug, ladies How and gentlemen. Oh, dare you! Who actually has a beer mug tattooed on his ankle? There's no way you don't regret that every single day you wake up. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, one of the worst things I've ever done. But I got a radio name out of it. Yeah, you did. So there you go. So glass half full. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you, you can't be buried with your people, but... <laughs> yeah, well, that's changed. Some rabbis are whatever about that. They're like, yeah, yeah you're cool. They cut it out of your skin, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's very chill. How about you, Judson? How are you going to handle that when it comes time to be buried I, in the Jewish cemetery? I feel like that's the least of our problems as a Jewish people, so <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. Bugs, you have a tattoo fail that is not your own, though. Thank God it's not mine. All the tattoos I have received, I'm pretty much happy with. Uh, my buddy... Wanted to memorialize his father who had passed away. So he went down to a tattoo convention where there's many tattooers. And he got a quarter of his back done with his last name, which is Ellison, and In Loving Memory. Well, loving on In Loving Memory was L-O-V-E-I-N-G. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I will say the one... Smart decision I made is that nobody can misspell my tattoo today. Yeah. Because it's just yeah. a portrait. Yeah, you don't ever want to get believe tattooed on you. Because no. I feel like that's the one people right. must. It's like B E L I V. is hard. Yeah. Or yeah. believing. Like with oh. an F in it. Yeah. There's... But this is what, when you're, when you're a tattoo artist, Jensen, you're working off of an image, right? Yes. You're looking at a picture that you're then copying onto somebody's skin. Yeah, like today he will have the queen picture to right. the right of him, and he will keep looking at it and then coming back to your arm. How do so many people get misspellings, though, is what I'm trying to figure out, because... You're... Janky artists? Because yeah. you're actually looking at it. And you're supposed to see it ahead of time. Like, they kind of give you a bit of a sketch on your arm, so you see placement and stuff. Right. Like you'll see that today. And I just can't imagine not noticing... A word, but you know what? I look. Dumber things have happened. We did a breakfast with Bush, and a girl said, "I have. I'm the biggest fan of Gavin, and I have his name on on my back." Mm-hmm. And she showed it to him, and it said Galvin. It was an <laughs> no. Yes, showing it to Gavin. Oh no! It had an L in it. So she took Galvin. the L. Yeah. Oh, that's real bad. <laughs> Did she know that his name was Gavin? Or was it a tattoo artist's pro- f- uh, fault, or was it her fault? If I remember correctly, she was very excited to show him. Oh, my And gosh. if that's the case, then she didn't realize. Here's oh, uh, here's a photo, Jensen, I've just brought up of regret nothing. There's no T in nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, that we know they regret something. Regret no hing. Yeah. Here's, it's, it's, 
It's is my life, John Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's is well, that's my what that life. person gets. Yes. For getting to Bon Jovi. Uh, 1-800-520-1067. Here's knowledge is power. Knowledge is spelled N-O-L-E-G-E. Knowledge nice. is power. That's a great word to misspell. Again, I'm very lucky that I'm not getting any words spelled. I've misspelled genius on Twitter many times, <laughs> which is also ironic. All right, so 1-800-520-1067. We're taking your calls right now. If you've had a tattoo fail, it can be pain. It can be anything that went wrong. I mean, let's focus on pain. Right? Pain, though, yeah. the most. Yeah. yeah, pain is what I'm most worried about. Yeah. Let's start with uh, John Newport Beach up first on the Kevin and Beach on K-Rock. Or Juan, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Juan. Welcome to the show. What's going on, my friend? Hey, uh, yeah, is, I have a story where uh, my buddy went out to Brazil and he got his arm, the inner arm tattooed, mm-hmm. and um, everything was fine. It was all full color, you know, purples and greens, all that kind of stuff. And uh, within when the tattoo was over, his arm began to get swollen, and then about two days later, where the color should have been, it was all black, scabby, yeah. and there was pus on it. Yeah! Um, it was an absolute pain. So, I mean, not to say that I'm sure... Uh, Nico's because they got him tattooed at his shop before, so he, everything's clean there. But yeah, but know, let's worry, Bean. That's what this is about. <laughs> yeah, but you never know what happens. You know what I mean? Right? After a weekend or whatever, like maybe someone didn't clean. Right? Oh, oh. exactly. <laughs> or a fly can a fly can land on your arm after the tattoo, and then you know leave some sort of weird bugs on there and grow off of your arm. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's... no, 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 that's true. Dry, like uh, that's lay, a lay true eggs. One. I heard about that lay before. Eggs, yeah. yeah, lay eggs. Quad, <laughs> um, was your friend a- able to do anything at all with what was left of that tattoo? I mean, that's that's. That seems like it'd be a tough correction. No, it didn't. It didn't hold most of the ink anymore. Like it scabbed off with the ink, so it was left with like the square. It was supposed to be a skull, like a candy skull, and uh, what was left was like teeth and like half of the outline. Okay, <laughs> oh, well, fantastic. No. Yeah, rest I in wonder, peace, your friend. Too. Is that possible though for your body just to reject the yes. ink? Yes. So, it okay. is? Oh, it so, is. Oh wow. So there was a thank kid you, Juan, for calling. A kid in my freshman year in college, like an idiot, got his fraternity uh, letters tattooed on his uh, leg, on his uh, little ankle, uh-huh. and. Uh, a couple days later, it started to scab out, and I mean, in a, in a good way, scab out. But I could see the ink was starting to almost bleed on his leg out. Oh no! And then at the end of the day, they figured out he was like allergic to the <gasps> Your color. Your body just to rejects the color it. Ink. Yeah. <gasps> How do you Bean. know that before you do that? I think it's so rare. I don't. I assume because I knew only one story, but like you know, Bean's pretty special, right? He's very special. Yeah. Your friend this thought it was great. pretty rare, too, and it happened to him. Wow. Also, I think, you know, when you're at, like, uh, Arizona State getting a tattoo, <laughs> it's probably not as safe as Nico's. John, you hang on. Teresa, as well, will take everyone's calls at 1-800-520-1067. A lot of things can go wrong, apparently, when you get a tattoo. We want to hear what happened to you when we return on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's take one phone call. We're talking about tattoo horror stories, and we have Teresa on the line from Riverside. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning. What am I in for today? Um, I was getting a rose on my left shoulder blade back when I was like 15 or 16 years old, mm-hmm. and they did like the little bud part in the stem, and then they went to do the outlining for the bigger part, and they could only do like a C part of it because I swelled up so bad, <gasps> and you can even see the ink anymore. Oh, And my I never gosh. got it done. Wow. Do you think like Jensen's fraternity buddy that you were allergic? Yeah, I think I did have an allergic reaction. I have other tattoos now on like my um, forearms, but um, I never got that one finished. It freaked me out. Maybe but your I body just get... rejected that particular tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did because that's the tattoo that everybody in the hood used to get back then. You know, the rose and the butterfly. Yep, it was God oh, saying, wow. Teresa, do better. <laughs> Stop it. Do better. <laughs> All right, yes. thank you for listening. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. By the way, the queen turned 93 years old Oh, yesterday. that's so exciting. And I'm getting a, a tattoo of her when she was 25 later on today. We'll take more of your tattoo fail calls. Bean's getting a tattoo today. He's a little oh, worried. Hold on a sec. I think I'm going to be sick. So we're taking tattoo horror stories. I think I'm going to be sick. Jensen, look at this photo. Well, don't. That is what my friends look like, though. No, no, no. Here's my tattoo fail about a year ago. I had an allergic reaction to the ink. It's not my first tattoo, and this is the first time it's happened. This is day five. Took about two months to properly heal. My tattoo is now slightly faded but still intact. Good luck being longtime listener Edith. Look at the photo. Wow. And how weird that it wasn't her first tattoo. I mean, like all of a sudden your body can just be like, like I'm allergic now. I do like that this is not the uh, tattoo artist's fault, though, because. Nico's great. Nico's great so he's not going to screw that's it up. That's out of Nico's hands. But is it what could you're saying. totally yeah. be on you, Bean. I could go to the yes. best guy in the world, yeah, of yeah, cleanest, and still yep. could end up with something like what Edith had. Yes. Yeah, oh like a, my God. That looks wow. like an alien's going to pop it out. It does. Of it. Yeah. What a, What am I doing, you guys? Oh, All right. Wow. Let's talk to Joe in Simi Valley. Good morning, Joe. Oh, Joe's going to make me feel better. Yes. Okay. Good. Good morning. Good morning, Hi, good Joe. Morning. I'm getting my I first. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank we you. love you too. I'm getting my first ever tattoo in a few hours, and I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm frankly uh, terrified. So talk well, me through this. Let me just add. Let me add to that. Let me just make you a little more terrified. Um. So I got a red, <laughs> a red heart on my foot. Um. And on the top of my foot, and I had a terrible reaction to the red ink. And apparently, it's very common for people to be allergic to this. Some, there's something in the red ink. That, oh, um, a specific color, but not the others. So, wow. well, for me, yeah. um, but, you know, maybe for other people it's a different color. But for me, the, something in the red ink did not agree with me. So what happened was, you know, it's got all itchy and ugly and bumpy. And I had to, I ended up going to the doctor. And they sent me to a dermatologist who then injected the tattoo with um, cortisone, like cortisone shots. Mm-hmm. In order to uh, minimize the itching and scaliness, but basically I had to go back about a once a month and have a needle stuck into my foot. Oh, <laughs> once a month? I thought this was a one-time yeah. deal. Bean, do you have time no, no, once for, a month? <laughs> <laughs> for, for for about six months until it finally. But basically, what happens is your body rejects the ink, and now it's like you can barely see kind of just a little bit of red ink on it. Wow. Okay. But yeah, that. Yeah, so that was fun. Good I mean, times. But, you know, happy tattooing. Right? Thanks. Yeah, I hear there was pus involved in Joe's, too, oh, by the way, which is Lord. never something you I would have I was happy she it. didn't bring that up. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So thank you for that. All right, how about uh, you want to try John? He's up next, Kevin and Beach Show, Huntington Beach. Hey, John, go ahead and pile on. Everyone else is. Uh, no, man, give it a shot, Bean. You're all right. You only live once, right? Right. Well, unless he dies so, while tattooing. <laughs> and then 
Really? Yeah. It's not even a full yeah, life. Really. Yeah. You live. It's all good. Yeah, I got a tattoo. I met a guy, and uh, he was like, oh, I want to learn how to do it. I bought some guns. I, I'm trying it out on some people. And I said, sure. So this guy shows up to my house. So I got a tattoo in my living room. First mistake, right? And, no, the uh, first mistake. Knew- <laughs> hold, hold, hold. The first mistake is I met a guy, <laughs> and he wanted to try it. And you didn't say no. It wasn't the location, John. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so this gets worse because it's 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a tattoo for 20 bucks. 20 <laughs> bucks? Second mistake. Yeah. Boy, there are a lot of red right. flags so, in this third mistake. Living room. Red flags. All right. And it goes downhill. So I get my tattoo. I, well, he gets there and says, like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. He goes, well, I want to draw barbed wire. And he showed me a picture. He drew a barbed wire in a straight line on a piece of paper. It looked beautiful. Around an arm, though, it didn't work out so well. And it's like, it's lopsided and it's kind of falling down my arm. So uh. that was crazy. But here's where it went south. Oh, no. Here's uh, where it went what? south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's okay. where it went south. It was great up till that point. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. All right. So uh, my arm started to turn uh, green and yellow. Excellent. And it started to yeah, it started to grow over the course of a couple of days. And, of course, I'm showing my friend. Your friend just, it's always dramatic. Oh, my God. Wow, that's bad. You know, you either you've got an allergic reaction or you've got an infection. And everybody called me an idiot for getting a tattoo in my living room. They're right. So after a couple living of days. Living room again. Problem three. Yeah. <laughs> I finally go to the doctor. Doctor's looking at it. He's like, you know, uh, you can see in his face. He was totally disappointed that I didn't die and I didn't clean the gene pool. (laughs) Then ultimately, ultimately it was a bruise. But it took two weeks to heal, and it took me, like, a week to get there. So I was terrified, like, I was going to die for a whole week. You thought you had, like, gangrene, but it was just a bruise. (laughs) Can you imagine? Everybody was was saying gangrene, yeah, infection, you're going to lose your arm, and it's spreading, and uh, I was I was sick. I was totally John, sick. I don't like that worry you, though, Bean. I I never want John to change, though. I always no. want John to continue to make the great decisions he's making. Thank you for listening. All right, give me some uh, give me some Todd on line one, please. Uh, Todd right. is in Riverside. I think he's really going to bring this one home. Hey, Todd. <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? You're going to help Bean feel better now, right? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. All right. <laughs> what happened, dude? <laughs> so I got my side tattooed, and... Uh, Anyways, I got, like, these big old, like, pussy bumps, like, two of them. Oh, there's the pus. The there's the pus we were looking for. Why would yeah. you? <laughs> we're, not looking more than. we're not looking for that. What? I went to the doctor, and he said, oh, well, you got a staph infection. <gasps> and then he said, we're going to we're gonna have to cut them open and, and, you know, bleed them out or whatever. And I looked, and I was like, you're not going to cut my tattoo open. And then he said, well, you know that you can die from that, right? Yeah, yeah staph, staph infection, infection is they, serious. They kill people in the hospital all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and so anyways, I, I didn't let him do it, but it hurt like crazy, and uh, eventually, it, I didn't die, obviously, but yeah, it was like more, one of the worst things ever. I like that Todd's <laughs> just like, you know what, I might die, I'm good. <laughs> All right, see you later, Doc. Take my chances. Thank you for the call. Let's take one more. Let's make it um, Tim Huntington Beach. He's on line five. You know, we haven't really gotten into the pain aspect mm-hmm. of this, and I think that's where Tim's coming from. Hey, Tim. Hey, what's up, guys? So this is going to make you feel better, but you only yell at once, right, Dean? Sure. Right. right. So. Which is going to be my next tattoo on my taint. <laughs> so I, got, I was going to say, um, you only yell one once. <laughs> so I only got one tattoo. I got yes. it when I was 18, 16 mm-hmm. years ago. It's this big, bold uh, cover of a thrice album on the inner part of my arm next to my armpit. And it hurt so bad. It's still to this day, like, one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. It took three hours. I have no idea how you're going to be able to do six hours. Being yeah, right? Uh, the bigger question is, how do you feel about 
committing thrice to your arm for the rest of your life. I mean, look, it's hey, not dude. its not the, the cure. You know what I mean? It's I gotta thrice. be honest. I still regret my Sugar Ray 1459 tattoo, so. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Tim. We appreciate it. Let's take uh, one more if we have time because oh, this cracks me up. I thought oh, we were no. done. No, no, no. One more. Sergio in Orange. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So what happened when uh, you were getting your tattoo? It wasn't me. It was my buddy. He was getting his family's crescent cross with his last name on his bicep and the artist traced it on his arm and before he started told him hey go to the mirror check it out make sure everything's right friends totally hyped went looked at it and he was like yeah it's perfectly done halfway getting done through the tattoo his mom walks in and goes that's not how you spell your last name <gasps> freaking out <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? Yeah, and then he started freaking out, and the guy tried to squeeze it in, and it just looked like a bunch of... His name's Lauren, and it said Lathrin. Mm. Oh, God. That's mm. a strong, strong last call. <laughs> uh, the, this, you know what? Well, let's, we didn't let, go out on the big it. laugh with let, Tim. Yeah, let's end it on that, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The Kevin and Bean Show. Mornings on Carol Q. Sally's here with What's Happening on a Monday. How bummed were you, Bean, that you weren't in Seattle on Saturday? Um, for the folks that were, this was a moment, wasn't it? Unbelievable. So you're just hanging out, one of the city's most popular places, Pike Place Market, and all of a sudden you see two people busking, just playing a little tune. Very common down there. Then you realize, uh, that's Dave Grohl and Brandi Carlisle. What is happening? Here's just one of the tunes they were doing. They covered the Beatles' Let It Be. Let it be, let it be. Should they make by the way? Does it say uh, it doesn't say, but they they bust for hour. about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, obviously, not a first time thing for Brandy Carlisle, that was familiar ground to her. She used to busk there in the early 2000s before getting her first record deal with Sony. I'm not sure that Dave Grohl has ever busked there, but he did wind up uh closing out their jam session with the little Foo Fighters. It's There had to be people going by going, that guy sounds pretty good. It sounds a little like Dave Grohl and just not looking up, just looking at their phone, doing whatever. Yeah. So why were they there? Is this going to be a courting bit or what are we doing here? No word on why. And nobody knows why, and they never announced it during when they were singing. Like, That's hey. what I love about Dave Grohl. Like, most rock stars pretty much hide when they're not out performing, right. mm-hmm. and he just does whatever he wants to do. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you want to do that? Yeah, let's I go. Mean, I, I know Brandy still lives in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, she's lived there, you know, forever. But uh, how they ended up together, like, how do they know each other? Why are they performing Don't together? Know. Dave knows every it. person on earth. Well, yeah. that's true. I'm uh, hoping maybe it means... They were recording something. They were busy up in Seattle. Then she's like, hey, you want to go busk? And he's like, yeah, I do. I'm Dave Grohl. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Why would he announce his own name to her? Yeah. It's weird. Sometimes he talks in third person. It's bizarre. You brought me right to the scene. Thank you. Um, when I went to Ireland over the holidays, I had missed by one day. 
Bono and the Edge busking um, in Dublin, which they do mm. every single Christmas. And people look forward to it every single Christmas, just randomly out there playing some tunes. Well, Christmas presents aren't cheap. You know, they have kids. Pretty cool. That's true. So, they are raising money. Cash, yeah. yeah. You guys, the memoir that Prince was working on at the time of his death will be coming out and they have a date now october 29th it's called the beautiful ones and it will combine prince's unfinished manuscript with rare photos scrapbooks and lyrics that is such a surprise to me as a private person so private that he was writing a book yeah it's um it's very interesting because they he said that prince wanted to kind of reveal more of himself and his ideas to the world while still kind of retaining a bit of mystery so the book is going to span from prince's childhood to his early years as a musician to the cusp of international stardom and like i said it's going to have his own writings a scrapbook of personal photos that people have never seen wow original handwritten lyric sheets from most of his iconic songs like little notes scratched out that's pretty cool i do i don't oh i don't gosh. want to spoil it for you guys but i do i do have an excerpt from it you oh do? yeah it's the last it's the last chapter okay that's it that's just it Okay, not funny. Get out. Not funny. Seriously, at get all. out. Last Leave. Not funny at all. I'm putting you on a timeout, Jensen. Okay. I don't want. I don't want to hear from you for five minutes. I thought it was a little funny. Wow. You get out too. Both of you. Wow. It would but, be funny though if the final sentence is like, "And that's when I decided to write Bat Dance." Wow. Yesterday was uh, three years since we lost Prince to the day, and apparently wow. uh, Jensen does not think it is too soon to make that kind of joke. Wow. <laughs> not too soon. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hootie hoo! Right? No hootie hoo, sir. No, sir. You guys, this uh, this is a little concerning. Woodstock's 50, their ticket um, on sale date was today right. because they wanted it co- to coincide with Earth Day. Um, it's been delayed. Oh, who cares? <laughs> yes, who cares? I feel like a lot of people care because people are looking forward to the show. Uh, no new date has been announced for the on sale. Tickets had been scheduled, like I said, to go on sale today. The festival is scheduled to take place August 16th through the 18th in upstate New York. But the delay has sparked serious concern among agents and managers that the event might be canceled. It's a scam. I okay? don't know. It's a scam. I don't know. And now they're saying maybe they haven't gotten the... Um, the pass that they need, the permit from the state. That's the word, to, permit. To hold it <laughs> to hold it at the grounds, which might be the cause of the delay. But How do if, you not start with that? That's what I'm saying. Is this the fire I'm saying, fest? If you're Jay-Z or Miley Cyrus or Janelle Monet, and you were, you know, planning on this being a huge date for you, that must be a little concerning. Yeah, I would think so. I don't like it. I always think it's a whole lot of hullabaloo. Mm-hmm. I always think it's scary when an organizer immediately is like, ticket sales are being delayed. It's not canceled. Like, no right. one asks you to. <laughs> yeah. it's like, Calm down. There's so. clearly a problem here. So the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Scientists, scientists? <laughs> would be amazing. You're branching out. <laughs> Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences is standing by its decision to oust accused rapist Roman Polanski from its ranks, even though he sued the Oscars organization on Friday. But the Academy's response was very swift. Here's the quote from the Academy. The procedures taken to expel Mr. Polanski were fair and reasonable. The Academy stands behind its decision as appropriate. He must really want those screeners. Seriously. <laughs> he sued them. Like, right? Dude, you fled the country. 
And I'd also like to say, God bless the Me Too movement, because this guy was in the Academy yeah. for 40 years yeah. they were, after the race. They were giving him, like, big standing ovations. Yes, they were giving tributes. him right. tributes. So. And he was still nominated for Oscars, Yeah, too. he was still nominated. Yeah. So now so. he needs to realize that this has come home to roost. That's exactly it, Bean. Bean, you're not a huge cusser. I'm not. However, when you get your tattoo... Yes. Do you think you might cuss? I'm hoping they give me a stick to, to put my mouth to bite That's down. That's how they do it. Yeah. That's they, how they do it. They just, just give you bark. In the Old West, when you see they have to take the bullet out with a mm-hmm. knife, they always put a stick in the right. dude's, a dude's mouth. Right. And he's just swigging a whiskey. Oh, <laughs> now. Do it now. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what my reaction is going to be, Ali, but I am, again, terrified. Well, there's been a long-held belief among psychologists that cursing leads to pain feeling worse. Oh. That you're catastrophizing what happened when you swear. However... Research has now proven that swearing actually does dull the pain. They stuck 67 people in an icy cold bath. One group was allowed to swear while the other had to only say neutral words like chili in here. Um, Swearing increased participants' pain threshold by almost 50%. Hmm. That's amazing. So, Sounds shaky as hell. How many times am I allowed to call Nico a mother effer? A, a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. That, that helps. Just get out there and start swearing. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's good advice. You're welcome. Some birthdays for you. John Waters, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Jack Nicholson, Amber Heard, and Machine Gun Kelly. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. If you've been on the <laughs> fence about attending the 11th annual Kevin and Bean April Foolishness this Friday night at the Microsoft Theater, may I remind you that there are tickets as inexpensive as 30 bucks, mm-hmm. and that proceeds go to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund and Cedar Sinai NICU. This uh, this event that we do every April has raised over a million dollars for charity Amazing. since we've been doing You're it. You're just making that number up. I'm though, not. Right? And that is We've thanks- raised over $10 million. Nope, over this a million, though. And over that is, $100 million. That is thanks to our great Kevin and Bean listeners. We really appreciate you. So this Friday night is going to be great. We're giving away some tickets, ringside tickets right now, VIP tickets at 1-800-520-1067. All we're, uh, all we're asking you to do is impersonate any comedian that you like. What's this game called, Kevin? Comedian impressions. Comedian Impressions So come on now It's time for you To do some comedy Just imitate Someone that is funny Comedian Impressions Comedian Impressions You could do Seinfeld Or Eddie Murphy But I'd probably Steer away from people Like Bill Cosby Comedian (laughs) Impressions Comedian Impressions all right, before we go to... Uh, we certainly didn't blow the uh, blow the bank that we had on the name of this game. Comedian no. Impressions. No, we didn't. Uh, we're going to go to uh, uh, Abraham first. Also, I'd probably steer away. <laughs> but before that, let's prime the pump a little bit because we have some master impressionists here on the Kevin Bean Show, especially, of course, including Beer Mug. Now, Beer Mug, who do you do? I do a very, uh, very good Andrew Dice Clay. Okay. All right, so, let's hear some of that. Right, Maybe this will pump people up we who go. are thinking about calling. <clears throat> Here we go. Hickory dickory duck. Your sister, she came. Oh, I screwed that up. I screwed <laughs> that up. <laughs> I got nervous, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's yeah. Dave, the uh, king of Mexico. Our producer, Dave, who do you do? Oh, just a guy named Ray Romano, who will be at the Microsoft Theater on Friday. See you guys there, Deborah. 
Don't do anything what Dave and I just did. Correct. All right, let's go to Abraham. He's our first contestant. He's up on line three, I want to say. Los Angeles on the Kevin Beach Show. Hey, Abraham, what's going on, man? Uh, hey guys. Uh, I don't know who this Abraham guy is, but is Bobcat calling in? Okay, Bobcat Goldthwait. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I I'm glad you threw in the name. <laughs> but do you do the yell? I mean, you're doing the soft voice right now. Well, I'm I I just I just wanted to say that like I I always wanted to call in and do radio impressions, but. I became stand-up instead. Okay. There it is. There it is. Okay. I like that. All right, Abraham. We are playing this uh, knockout-style rules, so you are definitely still in the running. In fact, you're in the lead right now. Let's try uh, Brian, please, line two. Brian is in uh, Bonsall. Is that a place? Bonsall. Where's that? Where the hell is Bonsall? California. Bonsall, California is eight miles inland from Oceanside. Hmm. And Brian Bonsall was the youngest kid on Family Ties. He played Andy. That seems unrelated. <laughs> it's just weird, though, right? <laughs> All right, Brian. You found me. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear your comedy impression. Don't tell us who it is. Let's see if we can guess. So I meet this girl at the bar, and uh, she says, I'm not into casual sex. I look at her and I say, I'll wear a tie. It's a Dangerfield joke. Oh, my Roger Dangerfield. I'll give him points for not saying I get no respect. Yeah. Which yes. would have helped yes. us. All right. but... Are you guys Rodney or are you guys, uh, are you guys Bobcat? I'm Rodney. I'm Rodney. All right, Rodney. All right, so I'm sorry, wow. Abraham. Looks like Brian moves on. Let's go to Jacob up next. Line one, ah. please. <laughs> Bobcat was sad. That was me hanging up on Bobcat. He was sad. <laughs> Jacob and Amonti, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, don't tell us who it is. Let's hear your comedy impression. All right. So the other day I was visiting a dinosaur museum, and I was having a conversation with this kid, and his dad shows up, and he's like, oh, Jimmy, you made a friend? And he's like, asks me, hey, you mind if you watch him for a bit? And he was gone. For a really long time. Like, good. I'm not a child molester, but if I was, I would have been like, looks like someone's doing some molesting tonight. <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, wow. he said sorry Moving on the phone on. with that. Wow. told the joke well. That yeah. was spectacular, Nicely Jacob. Done. All right, hang on. on. You are now in the lead. I'm sorry we have to say goodbye to Allie's childhood crush, Brian. We lose him. <laughs> uh, let's, go to, <laughs> let's go to Braxton Line 5 up next, North Hollywood on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Braxton. Morning. 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 Let's hear your comedy comedy impression. All right. You know, I'm getting old. Most messed up thing is once you get to my age, your phone book looks more like a dead list instead of a friend list. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know it. And that was... Who is it? Can I say it? Yeah. George Carlin? Oh. I'm going to say no. Comedy it was classic. <laughs> it was, that's not what it was. <laughs> I think you did a nice job. We're gonna have that's to, what I meant. We're going to have to say goodbye because, you know, Jacob. But thank you for listening. We appreciate it. All right. We got time for a couple more. Let's sure. Go, let's go to uh, Robert. Uh, Marina Del Rey, line four, please. All right. Robert, good morning. Good morning. I mean, good luck. You go through the dresser, you supersize your friends, and they give you the entire little kitchen packet. What's the deal with that? How many hours that came up with that one? All I mean, right. That much ketchup for all those fries? Come on. That's Jerry Seinfeld on a terrible phone. Yeah, on a yeah, Mr. Yeah. Microphone, yeah. On a Mr. Microphone. With a phone in his butt. Right. Thank right. you for calling. We appreciate it. Still Team Jacob. All right. A couple more real quick. Alex, Los Angeles, line seven. Good morning, Alex. Hey. 
Hey, yo, what's with this guy in the audience? And keeps heckling me. Looks like he's seen more dickens than weekends. Hey. Hey, yo, you know, <laughs> if you're stepping out, if you're stepping out, <laughs> impressions. All right, thank you for the call. Hey, that was a dice man. Right? Hey. I think so. Natalie Lightate Brentwood up next on K Rock. Again, we're playing for ringside VIP tickets to Kevin Beans and Liberty Andrew April man. Fool's. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, Natalie. No, no. <laughs> they just put her on hold. Hey, uh, Natalie, hi. Hi. All right, you're gonna do an impression of who? Oh no, don't tell don't us. Tell. My don't bad. Tell, yeah. tell right? us a joke. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. All right. Oh my god. I mean you'll figure it out real quick because I am the chosen people i'm a representing i think the f word is what killed it for you <laughs> yeah he has a good flow until the f word but thank you all right <laughs> let's make it one more and let's uh, go to line three a caller from burbank Armin, good morning. Who's that supposed to be? I think Sarah, Sarah Silverman. Good morning. Oh, Honestly, I got really nervous. Uh, it was supposed to be Dave Chappelle. I was going to do Dave's wife friend, like, Dave, you better put your hands up. That's a police officer. And then I just remembered, sprinkled the crack on it, and I don't know, I got all carried away. You can talk all day. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I, I know you sprinkle crack is a Dave thing, but also are you on crack? No, absolutely not. Okay. Okay. I mean, let's work this out with Armin. That's what's what happening? I'm saying. What's going I think, on? I think what's Armin, going on in your life, I think Armin? Armin has bailed on his Chappelle impression, I think is what happened. You were going to do some comedy for us, but you decided not to, right? Right, exactly. You're yep, the yep. most confusing call of the day. Thank okay, you, Armin. Thank you, Armin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to our friend Jacob. Nice. He is going to be there for Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie F., Jimmy Lee, and Ray Romano, plus the Kevin Bean rap battle with beatboxer Joshua from Drop the Mic. It's all this Friday night going down. AXS.com at the Microsoft Theater. You can still buy your tickets. Jacob, well done, sir. Thanks for playing. Woo! Woo, 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 woo! <laughs> we'll see you Friday. Comedian impressions. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jensen, you're our uh, hip-hop correspondent. You were even before you joined the program full-time. I am. How is uh, M.I.A. as a rapper? Uh, I don't consider her a rapper. I consider her more of a singer. Really? Yeah, I don't really... But, I mean, she's, you know, she's great. She doesn't put out a lot of music. Right. But... Yeah. Um, how are Kevin and Bean as rappers? Well, that's that's what I want to go over right now. <laughs> I mean, fantastic. You both is were, what I'm hearing. Listen, Ali and I mm-hmm. watched you both rap over a beat in a karaoke way, right? Then kind of battle with your own lyrics, and we were both like, "Wow, that was Shocked. much better than we thought it should be." Then they are you brought, just saying that no. no. I, then Stryker mm-hmm. and Klein brought in Fat Five Freddy, and he said, oh, "Pretty good." He didn't. I mean, he, he was being nice. What he said was, "We were barely competent karaoke singers." I think that's he, what he said. I, and that's, Listen, that's a win for me, right? That, I'm good with that. That's you're you're looking through, you know, jaded eyes. They, I think this has been pretty good. And what I want to do today is show you how bad it could be. Okay. And through these terrible examples, I want you to take the advice because when you're on stage this Friday mm-hmm. at April Foolishness. Mm-hmm. 
this kind of preparation is definitely going to help you. We're doing it first, right? That's the first thing that's going to happen because I want to get it no, out of the no, way. No, what? No, no, what? No, no, I, think no, we're no. Like, I think we're like halfway in, oh, in the yeah, line on you're, you're, Yeah, so you're going to so have So we're going to have these rap fails in our minds as yeah. we take the stage. Thanks, and it will help Thanks you. for nothing. No worry. But the advice might <laughs> help. help us. Like, for example, as a battle rapper myself, you have to conquer fear. You have to go up there and, and basically do one of your uh, most scared moments in front of all these people. And so I wanted to pull a clip of a man who goes on a public access television show to promote his book, uh, and he wants to freestyle rap. It's just a freestyle. Okay. I'm just going to think it up. As freestyle? I well, let me sit back. Go ahead, Marshall. Okay. Years ago, they tried to... Years ago, they tried to put me in the... Uh, this is a lie. Mm -hmm. yeah, we know that. Did you want to try to read something from your book? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, think, I think we can match that low bar. Yeah, so consider. But wait, let me just make sure, clarify something. We're going to be looking at lyrics, right? Yes, you'll okay, have the good. paper in front of you. It's not a freestyle. Okay, mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. Jensen said if we were good, though, we'd memorize it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah, I don't think if you care. You, you shouldn't care. Uh, then, I think that you should have a focus when storytelling. You know what I mean? Like, definitely... It, Tell a story in your battles. Okay, you know, like you want you want people to follow you along the yeah. way. So Take I want us on a journey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I wanted to show you a 14 year old rapper who put his rap on YouTube that might not have the focus you'll need. That's my next song. It's called Hater Party. All right, check. Here's the beat. Me and some other juggalo riders, we're going down Route 66. We seen a bar on the right, we pulled in. We saw a lot of vehicles, so maybe we thought something was going on tonight. It's a Friday night, so you never know, right? Right. So I went in. Here, everybody's dancing around, saying, the juggalo riders. So we pull out our hatchets and our pistols. We raid on in, we're like, what the f did you say, you little bitch? <laughs> okay, that's the exact rap I was going to do Friday night. You have to scratch that out and redo oh, it? Oh, man. Hatchets and pistols. <laughs> I like that he wow. just he saw a lot of cars. He wanted to throw that in. A yeah. lot of vehicles. A lot of vehicles. vehicles. <laughs> uh, I think you should know your limitations. Don't overextend yourself. Know okay. what you're good at and move forward. Like this I'm not kid, good at rapping. Well, yeah. I know that. Like, we know we're not Buster Rhymes. Don't pretend to be, right? That's what I mean. And yeah. this kid here, he's a, a famous YouTuber who was bored and decided to freestyle. His name's Tristan. Hey guys, what's up? Tristan Amelcaster here, and I wanted to bring you a random video today because I'm on vacation and I can't bring any of my regular content. So um wanted to at least bring you something so you guys wanna think I'm like dead or something like that. So this is a random freestyle rap. Yeah, you know I'm the guy coming at me hard, wasting all my time. You think you're a pro, you're not, you suck. Come at me, bro. You better, you will fall. Yeah, I'm number one on the list. Come at me now. You just got dissed. You cannot beat me at anything you want. I'll throw this beat at you, dude. You suck. <laughs> That's the exact one that I wrote. Was was that live? So he had to put it out there. Uh, you know what? Or... I think he thought it was good. Uh, wow. I I this also this is a confidence building exercise. It is. Wow. I am feeling better. I think I'm doing the right thing here. There's no need to compare yourself to others. Oh. Okay. Like don't, like go out there and be yourself. Don't but, say. But he's Kevin M though. Well, no. But that's a new name. You know. Don't think I'm going out there and going to be like Kendrick Lamar or this kid. 
who is obviously a huge Eminem fan. Hey guys, I'm rap to you my new song called Next Generation of Eminem. Okay, here it goes. I'm ready. Yeah. From the people from the 313, put your hands up for me and say, Go Twix, go, go, King, like the fest, go, King, like the fest. I'm the new generation of Eminem, cause I could bling on my ring and bling and bling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Where's Interscope when you need him? <laughs> I want that beat, by the way. That beat is all we need for. Go, go, Twix. <laughs> What if Kevin and Bean didn't rap Friday and we got all of these oh, rappers? Yes, oh, that's what I'm saying. People would be thrilled, that's especially amazing. this last guy. And this is my biggest concern. Okay. okay. You guys are going to be nervous. There's going to be a big bar, right? Sure. Don't go get drunk or don't, you know, like mm. be yourself. Be out there and, and be in the moment. Okay. Because there are people who get too drunk or too stoned <laughs> like this guy who got way too high and videoed himself rapping. Have a bleak in this And I ain't talking Spanish. I'm just speaking You heard? That's my word. Better stand on it. I'm a man before anything. Put a grand on it. You get two G's. On the rim. Bitch, trying to do me. Get smoked like that blood. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> What happened? Did he fall? He passed out. (laughs) (laughs) He passed out from from coughing. Pretty dope, man. (laughs) Out. You've given us a lot of pitfalls to avoid. (laughs) I mean, listen, if you guys, if one of you does pass out, though, automatic win. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Just want to say object to this, and uh, I feel like this is a negative. No, okay. not at all. No, positive. Look. And I would just like it noted somewhere. Do we keep notes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we and don't. Okay. You're, putting the, you're reading this into the record. Okay, yeah. Look, look, look. If something... All right, how do I put this? It, it, uh, let's say somebody's never seen The Matrix. All right, mm-hmm. Kevin? You would be so excited to share the Matrix with them. You would be like, you guys, you cannot believe how great this movie is. This series of movies is. you got to see it. I can't believe you missed it the first time around. Watch the Matrix. Trust me, you're going to love it. That's what this is. Big this Matrix is, head over here? No, yeah, this, I don't know no, why you picked Matrix. Example, just Can as you, an bad example. Ex- bad example, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just as an example of a great movie that somebody missed, but yeah. you would be excited to share it with them because you know they'll love it. You'd be yeah. pumped. That's how mm-hmm. we feel, Ali and I and mm-hmm. Chip and the rest of us feel, yeah. about Jensen mm-hmm. having never heard one of the greatest moments in Ever. the history of Kevin and Bean. Ever. Which just so happened, thanks to our listeners who reminded us, yeah. last Thursday, the 18th of April, was the two-year anniversary mm-hmm. of one that, of the... That's not a thing! It's one of the best things. We don't have anniversaries and moments with. Well, we should, Let me have, just say, we should have this anniversary every year. Yeah, thank you to Jason Demeskita, who said, just a reminder, tomorrow is the two-year anniversary of Kevin's greatest moment with ever hashtag sickle penis story hashtag kev dog jason thank you because then we mentioned jensen like you've heard that right he's like i don't think so 
Oh, the joy. And now we all have it set in our phones for the anniversary. Absolutely. For every year. So yeah, we'll that's never great. forget, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. So when the show comes on at 5.30 a.m., usually I tell a story of something that has happened in the news. We mm-hmm. call it the thing. Well, I was on vacation yes. for this thing. Mm-hmm. Kevin was doing the thing. Yes. And doing it well. So here are just <laughs> some highlights. And Jensen, please try to follow as yeah. you'll hear poor Allie try to follow as her brain <laughs> practically melts down with the details of this story of Kevin talking about a very sad incident that happened. Okay. Um, I'd like to start off today's show with a, with a very, very fine story. <laughs> Okay. A uh, jilted woman cut off her lover's penis with a sickle. Oh, a sickle? <laughs> <laughs> like a knife is bad enough, but this is a sickle? A sickle. Before fleeing with it. The sickle? Yes. Down the street after he told her he was marrying someone else. Now, that is a very key moment that we mm-hmm. will be coming back to sure. later. Mm-hmm. After he told well, her makes he, sense so he far. was yeah, marrying yeah, someone man, else. Man, man, That's the last second. He kept yeah. quiet about what happened at his girlfriend's home. This is in India, by the way. Okay. The uh, police said it was a case of attempted murder and being registered against the 20-year-old girl, who they actually did end up finding, mm-hmm. um, who was a neighbor of the victim. <laughs> so she was his neighbor, and what? she was dating him for four years. Okay. All right. All right. Still there. Still Wait, in. Listen to Allie, by when, the way. She's, she's losing. I'm starting to lose it. Okay. 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 All right. So she's starting to go. Wait. He's married, but that's his girlfriend. But they're neighbors. Okay. I'm. I'm still with you. Yeah. I'm still with you. And she cut off his penis. Right. Because he wouldn't leave his wife. Wait. <laughs> I need you to tell this story better. But by the you... way, I've saved that piece of tape. We'll be playing. We'll be playing that for the rest of time. <laughs> I need you to tell this story better. But you said... Girl cuts off his penis. Because he was going to marry someone else, you said. Because she was going to marry someone else. He was already married and he was a neighbor. <laughs> Are you still tracking it? No. It's not possible. It's not possible. Still it's not possible. This, is, this is quite a circle I've went in. <laughs> it's a journey. Wait, because... She, Wait. She was his neighbor. <laughs> no, neighbor doesn't even matter, Kevin. <laughs> all right, so Allie at this point is just trying to cut through all the extraneous BS. <laughs> just stick to the essential facts. I don't need to know what color their car was that they drove, okay? <laughs> they dated for four years. Right. And then he was going to marry someone else, you said. So she cut off his penis. But now you're yes. saying he's already married? That he had already been married to other people, yes. And by the way, I've listened to this like 30 times. I don't get he was married to other people. He's either married or he's not married. Uh, Can I just interject here? Um, The reason that you're not getting that is because somebody was missing a page of the story, so he was making things up. (laughs) I I printed out the story. And page two, completely missing. So at page one, the very beginning, and page three, the very end. And by the way, super complex story, too, that I'm trying to win. In his head, he's thinking, oh, I'm just, this is awesome. What the hell? This is great Now that I know that, he's like, yeah, no, absolutely, married to other people. (laughs) (laughs) That was my way of saying, don't focus on the fact that he's married now. Did I I tell you they were neighbors? (laughs) All right, right, so you're winging it. Yes. So that makes sense. All right, more again from two years ago last Thursday. So the way she did it was she lured him into a three-way with his wife. This is so mess. wife, okay, husband, uh-huh. neighbor. So apparently, um, she was unhappy that the marriage was arranged, okay, and that he had married somebody else, and that she, her marriage was starting to be arranged, and she wanted him. So she, <laughs> I'm so confused about her. <laughs> what? Just that, that whole part. 
All of it was just me talking. Like, I had no idea what was going on. Why is, how is her marriage being arranged? I was 100% lost at that point. I was just like, um, and then. All right, I think Allie's about to burst in with a question. Okay. I guess it was a, if I can't have you, no one can? Right. She's, it says here the girl uh, uh, invited the victim to her residence with okay. his wife and cut off his private part using a reaping hook. The wife was there witnessing this all, or did she have a blindfold as well? <laughs> the wife. Okay. Okay. The wife wasn't there. <laughs> By the way, I would just like to point out that I. That I that I sound mad at Allie yes, like were. it's her fault. You were. Oh, my oh, God. Okay, oh so the gosh. wife wasn't there, you guys. exasperated with me. <laughs> right, I was upset at you. All right, I don't know. We have more. You're making this up I'm as not. you go. I'm not. I'm just she showing you. She invited him over with the wife for a three-way. Right, that's what he thought the wife was there, and the girl, the next-door neighbor, put the blindfold Kevin, on. Kevin, is there a sickle <laughs> or a penis in this story? Yes, Are both. You sure? Unfortunately, both. <laughs> Kevin, in retrospect, was oh. there a sickle or a penis there in the There was a sickle and a penis, oh, yes. There was. We okay. know that's true. I just don't know most of the... <laughs> most <laughs> of the... We know I know headline. that that happened. Yeah. Ladies that's and gentlemen, all one of the greatest moments in uh, Kevin Bede history. Yeah. Yeah. Two uh, years ago last Thursday. Thank you. There'll never uh, come a year where we don't commemorate that event. Yeah. Never forget. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. Allie, what's happening? Well, what's happening is CNN did a report. It's a survey revealing the Internet's most vulnerable passwords and why, if you have any of these, you should be changing it. Okay. But it caught the attention of one Mr. Mark Hoppus, who posted the report and just captioned it, You guys! Because if your password is one of these words or phrases, it is time to change it. Number one on that list... Blink-182. Number one on the list. Are you kidding? Of the most popular musical artists. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still, though. Yeah. Superman is the most common fictional character. But Blink-182. Blink-182! Can you imagine sitting down and putting Superman as your password? Right. Uh, Blink-182, I have a feeling as to why that would be number one. Oh, why? Because you have to mix numbers and letters. And people are like, that's the one I'd remember the most. Absolutely. That is really smart. Yeah. I have Blink plus 444 or whatever that is. (laughs) It would have been better had I said it right. (laughs) (laughs) You want to give it another round? No, I really don't. I have Takashi 69 as mine. Oh, really? Who can spell Takashi? You're safe. It's a real nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nice. This is awful news, you guys. John Singleton, we all know him from, you know, higher learning, boys in the hood. He suffered a stroke on Wednesday. He's Um. in the ICU under, quote, great medical care. Here is what the family put out. They said on Wednesday, April 17th, our beloved son and father, John Singleton, suffered a stroke while at the hospital. John is currently in the ICU and under great medical care. We ask that privacy be given to him and our family at this time and appreciate all the prayers that have been pouring in from his fans, his friends, and colleagues. So he was at the hospital when it happened. So well, he'd been having some best case head scenario, pain. No? He'd been having some pain, I think, is what I heard. Oh, that's what man. he was there getting looked at and then had a stroke. But yeah, you're right, Kevin. That's the that's where you want to be to have something like this go down. Sure. But this is terrifying to me after what happened with Luke Perry mm-hmm. and now John Singleton, who's only 51. Yeah. I don't... I don't know anything about strokes, but I always thought they were for much older people in general. But I guess anybody can have a stroke. It's very scary. Yeah. Absolutely. You understand very little about... That is true. (laughs) 
He was Medical fine conditions. one day, then he had a heart attack the next day. These are things that boggle beans I don't mind. get it. I mean, honestly, there ought to be some sort of heads up if you've got this problem. Right, but there isn't. I know. That they should fix that. I, I have a total different problem. When someone gets sick or dies or something, I go, ah, oh, he, he was so nice. Like, only, <laughs> only mean, mean people, people die. die. Yeah. Luke Perry died. He was so nice. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, the okay. nice guy. They never... So you're both stupid. You're both. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. Glad we covered that. You guys, when you're Beyonce, you pretty much have your choice of who you want to do business with. Back in the day, she was very much in business with HBO. They put out her 2016 Lemonade film. 2014 on the run tour concert special with her husband, Jay-Z. And 2013, Life is But a Dream. But they uh, they backed out when Netflix came to her and said, hey, we got 60 million bucks to throw your way. She has signed a three-project deal with Netflix for a whopping $60 million. First of the three specials is Homecoming. Of course, that premiered on April 17th. The price tag for that, they're saying, was about $20 million just for that one. So we've got a, a couple more Beyonce specials coming out on Netflix. All right. I mean, that is the kind of must-see TV that will cause somebody to go, all right, I've managed to not have Netflix for this long. I'm mm-hmm. not going to miss the Beyonce homecoming. I've got to get it. I'm going to break down. That's what they're trying to do, right, is get more subscribers. Right. Sure. Smart. There you go. You guys, not a great uh, great time for marriages over the weekend. Adele- how do you know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hurtful I mean, and fair. I mean, how do you know? Hurtful and fair. <laughs> Adele and her husband, Simon Konecki, have separated. Here is what her people said. Adele and her partner have separated. They're committed to raising their son together lovingly. As always, they ask for privacy. There will be no further comment. They're going to be best of friends, though, right? I hope so. I hope so. Um, interesting, a article said that... Um, they apparently signed no prenup when they married in 2016, and they have, um, you know, quite a lot of money there. She's worth about $145 million. That's not bad. Wow. So, yeah, but now she has all these new songs that'll come to mind. That's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah. Real sad, but we're going to get quite the album. Yeah, of course life sucks. You just got to put one foot in front of the other and carry your burdens on your back until they crush you. You don't get on a microphone and cry about it like a little bitch. <laughs> great advice. Very <laughs> uplifting. Absolutely. Um, another relationship that bit the dust over um, a lot shorter amount of time. Michelle Williams and her indie musician husband, Phil Elvram. They've separated after less than a year of marriage. And by less than a year, we found out that they were married last summer and they have been separated since January. He's a singer for a band called Mount Erie, in case you've mm-hmm. uh, heard of them. But uh, this you was probably just, haven't. This was a surprise to me. Yeah. You really you thought they'd have well, it together. I, like I said earlier, the fact that, you know, she lost Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. right? And then waited that long to finally walk down the aisle again. And then to have it blow up so fast was mm-hmm. just a surprise. There should have been some warnings that it was coming. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It should have right. just come out of nowhere. Okay. Got it. And I like Michelle Williams. She seems like the nicest Lovely. person in the world, too. Lovely. Yeah. Back to Jensen's argument. Right. She's so nice. She's so good. It always happens. It always happens with nice people. Wait, right. <laughs> they got a divorce, but she was on Dawson's Creek. She was so nice. How'd that oh. happen? Well, it was looking up for another Michelle. Michelle Branch and Patrick Carney were married Saturday night in New Orleans. 
Where? What's the opera house? Uh, Marini. The, the Marini Opera House. Opera House. Marini Dungey. I'm not a fan of the show. That's Marin Dungey. I'm not. Marini. She's a good. She's a great I'm actor. Not great in woman. there, but I understand <laughs> it is very pretty. Marin. The Marini Opera House. Oh, Marin is very pretty. Agreed. And it's true. You haven't been there. <laughs> a boy can dream. <laughs> the musicians tied the knot in front of close friends and family, including her 13-year-old daughter and their seven-month-old son. Eh, they had a good run. Fun fact, the average American marriage lasts fewer than two days. Wow. I have not heard that statistic. Interesting. You guys, Instagram is testing a way to hide like counts. A researcher noted that when looking at some people's photos, there's no longer a like count. Instead, you see that a post was liked by a few named handles, quote, and others. I've. It seems like it's been that way for a year, no? You still see the number oh, okay. of how many likes. Maybe certain ones that you see, they're in the testing. I don't know. But Instagram wrote in an in-app message, we want your followers to focus on what you share, not how many likes your posts get. So during the test, only the person who shared a post will see the total number of likes that it gets. So they'll see it, but they're oh, I see. They're fans, whatever. That is going to upset a lot of people that pay for likes. Because um, really, why are you? Why if you're paying for the likes? You might as well see them. As a philosopher once said, "I'm nothing without my followers." It's true. A great, and, great philosopher. And I don't know what. Like, what are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do yeah. if your tummy tees? What if you like you put a picture of your abs and right. you don't know if it's two hundred or two thousand? Well, if they do keep it to you being the only person that sees your number of likes, I assume that influencers no, in quotes. But if you want to get like an ad deal for a tummy tea, you have to then send those insights to the tummy tea people. This is a lot of extra work. But I want the clout. You sure do. Like people that pay for likes. Get thousands about, of likes in about 10 minutes, but very few comments. <laughs> what if I post a picture of, like, avocado toast? Oh. How will everybody know it's the best? Why are you talking like what that? What is happening right I don't, now? I don't this get is it either. character. <laughs> I'm doing character work. Okay. What, this is sad Instagram guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm bummed. <laughs> I gotta have everybody see my life. Is this clout guy? Clout guy. No, sad Instagram clout guy. All of them together. I believe in you. <laughs> really been working on that. It's something I've been workshopping for years. You know, I mean, come on now. Yeah, good point. Right. I'm on that guy. Yeah. Uh, hey, some birthdays for you. John Waters, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Amber Heard, Machine Gun Kelly, and Jack Nicholson. And that's what's... You can finish. Uh, Bean wants to say something. He's got his finger up. I know, but that didn't mean stop the word happening. No, I was just going to add before Kevin this thing. Wasn't Machine Gun Kelly on your drive home today? (laughs) Wasn't Machine Gun Kelly in addition to being in the dirt? But wasn't he also one of the people in the bird uh, bird box? Yeah, he was in bird. Barely, but he was in it. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. so he's uh, becoming quite the little actor here. Well worth it. Thank you. Glad you added that. (laughs) Great input. But what if nobody knows that? That was Beans. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. You know what it is? He does not want to get that tattoo. He's like, no, let's keep that's talking, guys. Let's, let's talk keep all doing day. the show. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow morning, we will get a tattoo update. Yes, from the hospital. Uh, the world's worst pregnant couple. 
I think you guys are being too harsh on them. Oh, they're the worst. What? I think you're being a little judgy. They're the a little judgy. I'm sitting right here. Yeah. A little judgy. No, it's not Look, you guys. Oh, when, no. you're, no. when you're having a baby, the world revolves around you, Kevin. That's mm. what you've forgotten. And we've got your April Foolishness ringside tickets along with the pre-party tomorrow morning on an all-new show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.